Welcome everyone to Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru. That's me and I'm here with Toby today. How are you, Toby? I'm well, Al. How are you? I'm fantastic. This and is good. You're going to be asking me some questions. I do so have some can, questions. Let me slam the first one down right now. You want to draw out some of those confessions, don't I you? Do. I can tell. <laughs> so first up, you know what I'm really interested in? Yes. No, tell me, tell me. Why? How old were you when you started in the beauty industry? I was 20 years old when I actually went to beauty school. Okay. So let's go way back then. You're going to talk about my age. Yeah, well, no, I'm going to talk about what your age was. Okay. All right. Okay. So so you're back. You're 20 years old. Yes. That that actually seems old to get into the beauty industry. Often young women are are younger than that, aren't they, when they sort of start? Yeah, it wasn't my intention at all. Okay, so here's my question. Yes. I want you to confess. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What what drew you to be part of the beauty industry? I mean, you could right. you could have gone into a whole range of different. Like, how did you end up thinking to yourself? What was the what was your your emotional response when you thought about beauty? Did you have a passion for it since you were a very young girl and you'd always wanted to, or or did you have no idea about it and all of a sudden you just fell into it, or did this? Clouds open up and a big bolt of lightning came down and struck you and, and beauty <laughs> exploded out. What happened? Tell us about that. Yeah, that last one. I like that right. No, actually, in fact, I, 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 ha- I didn't have a passion for it at all. I used to sit there and tweeze my eyebrows and now Do you know. Now? And have a passion for it? Yeah. Oh, crazy, crazy. Oh, well, that's a good thing. So, anyway, let's go back. <laughs> but so I, didn't I, yeah. I didn't have a passion. I'd sit there and try pulling hairs out of my brows and, and, and going, oh, oh, that hurts and I'm, I wouldn't do it, right? So that, I that really did it. Oh, about 16, 17, 18. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that hurt too much. You know, I'm not doing what my big sisters do. They're crazy. So I, when I was 20, my sister, I was actually in a little bit of a lull and I, I for a lot of people that know me and have read about me, have read my book, mm-hmm. they would know that I was I was going through anorexia and bulimia and eating disorder at that time pre-going into my beauty, uh, beauty college and um, so I was pretty lost. Mm. And uh, and I, you know, my whole intention was to go into law, and that was my focus for all of my high school, uh, my years mm-hmm. at high school. But you know what, life has has different ideas. You know, it's it's interesting, isn't life it? Life has many ideas, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> so it certainly does. And so you know, I, I was kind of a little bit lost, and and my sister owned. My gorgeous sister owned a hairdressing salon, highly successful, and she opened mm-hmm. up a beauty salon around the corner from her hairdressing salon and really right. didn't have anyone to run it at one point and was looking for people and she came to me because I was living with her at that time. And but at this stage, had you ever run a business before? No. So no. she just comes to you as her sister and yeah. just says, hey, can you run this business? Well, she did what? and she said, hey, how about if I pay for you to go to beauty, beauty school? And oh, it was her It was, oh, actually. Right. <laughs> and I thought that's a mafia offer, an offer you can't uh, refuse. Isn't well, it? I kind of that's thought a... to myself, well, well, all right. And so I did. So I just stepped into it, and uh, and you know I love learning. And so whatever I I, I did, you know, I, and even now I, I love to learn. So I was I, I just threw myself into it. I met some beautiful girls, and uh, there I was, you know, in uh, in beauty school. And, and were you were you inside yourself sort of feeling your way to see if this was something that would suit you or were you, as soon as you made the decision, you were like, yep, this is sort of what I'm doing? Um, no, I think, that it, I think I was falling forward 
pretty quickly. You know, right, I was just right. falling, just but I was just in. in I was, I really was, mm-hmm. and uh, and it seemed like really it was it was the thing to do, right? It was it was. So you working. didn't realize back then that you would be awarded Educator of the Year by the Australian Beauty Industry Association and everything. That, that you wasn't, were about to say how many years ahead, weren't you? Yeah. You, were, you were trying to confess <laughs> no, my age. No, no, that's you were trying to tell everyone that I'm fifty five years old. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> So I think for me it was falling forward and pretty, that long, that pretty really fast. 35 years ago. That's not too <laughs> It just it's gone past in, in a flash. And so there I was. I found myself then finishing and going straight into running this salon and at 21 getting married. So throw that in. Not to you. Sorry wow. about that. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. So uh, getting married and buying the salon off my sister. It was a big couple of years. Yeah. Oh, you bought it off her. Yes. Oh. Yes, my first dear husband had saved his money. I had a little bit of money he'd saved and he bought it for me. This is pretty so, it, it sounds very serendipitous. Your sister just pays for your training. Your husband buys you the salon. It's like, wow, you're, oh, you you were really, like the universe that. was supporting you in, yeah. in getting into the industry. Maybe it? it knew that 35 years or whatever, you know, <laughs> 30 years later, actually less, less than that. You'd have a podcast. <laughs> this this is what it's all about. That I would be the salon growth yeah. expert helping yeah. other. Yeah, who knows? Isn't it exciting? When you look back at your life, it really is fascinating, isn't it? But one of the things that I I, I know that you were going to ask me. Well, first, let me just lead on to the next little step because oh, okay. I'm intrigued. Oh. Oh. You've got your husband okay. buys this this um, salon. Yes. You've got no experience in running a business as yet, right? None whatsoever. No. So, but you know how to do some treatments. Yes. Right? Yes. So you step in there yes. and what was your, it, was he helping you run the business? Um, he was did. It? Uh, and at one stage he actually did. He used to do certain things. But uh, uh, initially, I mean, the thing, the key thing, the most significant thing for me was the, I started to realise my abilities, which I yeah. hadn't realized before I started to realize how uh, how I could use my abilities to help women feel better about themselves um, how good I was at the services that I did because my values I really started to to build my life and this really helped me with the eating disorder I have to tell you it's right. amazing because I it's sort of like just I, I really moved out of that because I really like started your to your attention is thrown outward onto clients, business and sort of stuff because I'm assuming, I don't know, but I'm assuming there's some element in any sort of eating disorder that is an internal maybe dialogue, an internal narrative that goes on around that that you can get sort of stuck in in some way. So having having all of a sudden these demands and clients are walking in and the phone's ringing and you're, you're, you're dealing with life, you're getting married, everything sort of extroverted in a way or sort of went out with well no it wasn't really that but okay. that that actually is a really well, it was a good theory of, <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it was I'll that go I, back and uh, read freud and <laughs> carl, carl jung and some of the greats and see if we can revamp it yeah i think for me it was that i i started to develop uh, or access my deeper values that were really quite beautiful so mm-hmm. i was i was i and was give them form well, I was drawn into them because people were depending on me. So that these clients were depending on me, I had to draw deeper 
to do my best. And I have to say, look, there are many girls that are in the beauty industry that would be suffering right now from eating disorders. You know, like I, I know that because that is such a, I mean, I do know that, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. such a heavy-duty um, well, thing to be moving it. through. And I certainly Someone have empathy. Yeah. yeah. So, but but I think that you know what's important here is is for me uh, to share my confessions um, of how I moved out of that, and uh, I had some help. But really, for me, looking back now, I could see that I was I was I was going into the the, the values inside of me that I'd put aside and forgotten about the ones the key things that still drive our business, our international yeah, brands yeah. now, yeah, 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 which right. is to you know, this incredible authenticity when it came to service, contributing, that's my word, contributing. I love that word. I want our audience, our listeners to really grab onto that word because it's such a powerful word. Um, And not servicing but contributing to the lives of other human beings. That moved me. I loved it. I took it seriously. So as I took everything, as you can tell, um, and I took it really seriously. So that replaced what was currently going on inside of me. You know, when you're having an eating disorder, of course, you're starting to think you're not good enough, you're, you're this, you're that. There's all these voices you're listening to that are informing your decisions that are completely misplaced. They're absolutely false. They're not true. But you're, you're you know, you're being informed and you're moving into so them. So I just... It's still around 21-ish or something That's like right. That. So it was like a switch. And, and were you aware that, that of what you were doing, like with what you're talking about, about your values, did you consciously sit down and think, I'm going to write my values? No. It just sort of happened for you. Yes. You just internally moved that way. It really did happen like that for me. And I and I, and I just, I love that these women were trusting in me. And so, as I said, and I did a, a live broadcast today on the Natural Brow Experts group mm-hmm. uh, that we have on Facebook, and I spoke about trends. I spoke about the trust that, you know, women our clients have in us, you know, and, and how significant that is and, mm. and how important that is for brand building, you know. And, and it's not to be exploited. Uh, mm. Well, for me, it, it just never. So this beautiful authenticity rose up in me. My values, my beliefs, my best beliefs, you know, came up and I was drawing on them and creating these beautiful values that I then extended out to the women. And, you know, one of the things that was most uh, astonishing to me is the the speed in which I was growing this business, you know, I was just growing it and, and there was more trust, there was more. I actually, you know, really back then at 22, 23, I was selling more of the French skincare line that I had in my salon at that point than anyone else in Australia. It was a massive skincare line. But I just had developed. So and- here's, here's a question in relation to that. Do you think that um, uh, being a successful business owner, um, and and running a su- successful salon is there to what extent is that just and a a fact a function of natural predisposition and natural sort of talent like someone's just suited to that and to what extent can it be learnt? Oh, I, I think that it's all about belief. Uh huh. You know, I think you have to keep coming back to belief. Um, you have to keep coming back to. Um, the meaning and the purpose. You have to keep coming back to your purpose. My purpose was to, with integrity, uh, actually, you know, uh, uh, contribute. There's that word again, contribute to the lives of these women. That was my purpose. I wanted to make a difference in their life. And, you know, in our business academy too. And they would have felt that too. Well, I believe so because, you know, thoughts are energy 
you know, it's like we can go into that. I'm going to be really talking well, about that. Well, even I think that's more than really your important. thoughts, your thoughts sort of manifest through your expressions, your tone of voice, the way you treat them, the way you, like everything. People read other people. They just unconsciously read their sincerity. They can tell that, yeah, it would have come through. Yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And that's for another day because that's that's a full podcast, mm-hmm. right? We have to talk about that. But I think that uh, I can't remember what I, what was I saying. You're Contributing. Saying in, our, in our business coaching program. Yes, in the business coaching program, one of the things I've been saying to, to our girls is you have to truly believe you are the best thing that's 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 ever happened in the life of your client as far as her be- being her beauty expert goes. Yeah. You have to believe that deep down in and your you soul. And you have to fill, fill that out with the appropriate training, the appropriate to actually arrive at, at, at where it's at. An actual truth, not just in your belief, but it manifests. Absolutely, in and and when you believe that, like in earnest, authentically, you're not just saying it because it's an affirmation. Because that's like I'm not into affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. We want to push that, and we're putting that aside. I mean, they're not bad. We're not saying they're bad, but it's not enough. You know, if you mm-hmm. if you really want to have a successful beauty business that's resilient, it's strong, you're strong in the centre of it, you, you've got to go to the core of things. And for me, you know, I think belief is everything. And when you really bring that belief in, it'll inform, you know, you'll be you'll actually be ignoring all the other ones that come in to tell you something other than that. And then you're informing all of these other, um, you're, you're informing yourself with all the things you need to do to continue to extend and reach out in that way to, you know, to the women that come to you or the men. So for me, it's kind of, of like, uh, uh, it's kind of like so fascinating and it's so powerful to think that you've got to go all the way down because really what you're extending as a brand creator, which whether you know it or not, that's what we are, right? When you're building any business, it could be a tiny little salon that you're doing at home. If you, if you take it seriously, you're the brand creator, you're creating a brand, your values which stem from your beliefs and the extension of them is absolutely key. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I believe anyone can do it. I don't believe people are born entrepreneurial because even if they are, it doesn't mean they're going to be successful. They still are going to have to look at their values. They're still going to have to look at their beliefs. They're going to have to move through the beliefs that are telling them other than what they actually really truly, like their true beliefs. I mean, there's so much that goes on in the entrepreneurial world, right? So much. So back to being born or not being born, did I answer that for you? I think you did. Have I confessed enough? Like really, that's the important thing. (laughs) (laughs) So where did we go from there? So I, I think that, you know, after that I just continued on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so then um, in terms of your, at that stage, you're in there and you're running the business. Um, it's, it's a passion at this point. You've come to a stage where Absolutely. it's, it's yep. your, you've gone from just doing what's in front of you to there's a, an enthusiasm behind it now. There's sort of an enjoyment and a thriving. Well, I think because I, I became so good at it. And, and we do enjoy what we're really, really good at. Mm-hmm. And until you get to that, you are going to have, there's going to be some stumbling blocks and you are going to have to get through, um, you know, certain things. You know, you're going to get through a few of those feelings of course, and emotions life, and right? beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just, I became so good at it and that was my key thing was to get better at it and better at it. And, and I mean, you know, we haven't even touched on what, how many years later, 17 years 
almost like 17 years later, mm-hmm. more actually, maybe more, um, when I brought True Brown to the world, right? Now that was just the, the well, that again, next, I think that's another level. I feel yeah, like we could speak for hours. There's so, so many could. things that come we to could. mind. But what is the biggest takeaway, do you think, Toby, today? Like when we've been from what we've been saying, I think for me, when I think back of what we've just communicated to our listeners, I think that one of the greatest takeaways is to really look at you being a contributor. Like last week we spoke about that, the difference between being in service and contributing, the difference between thinking you're selling and really looking at that you're not selling, you're contributing. That word, such a powerful word, isn't it? And really looking deeply at your values. What do you value? What is it that makes you the standout in your location. You know, that's how you differentiate yourself through your values and your beliefs. I think that's really key. I remember in our coaching program we had all of the a complete list of values and sort of put them in different sections and how that informs your business. And, yeah, it's really, really valuable exercise. Is there anything else you think that, that came out of what we spoke about today that you would like to share before we wrap up today? I think that I think the most the most um, um, impactful thing to me is that the your when you moved into enthusiasm in in your work and you had that passion and that started to to drive things. When you spoke about selling, the selling was not from you going and learning some sales course, learning how to close, learning how to do this about features and benefits you were you were selling your own enthusiasm passion and love and that that was what they were experiencing and that moves people to action they know the sincerity with which that's coming through and when you're fully standing in that and you're embodying it and communicating that and sh- extending that and sharing it with others i think that is more powerful it's it's almost contagious it's like um, it can really be contagious and it puts the idea of selling a lot, like, you, you know, as you, as you said, you, you were selling more than any other, any, anyone else in the country, the entire country. We're talking country. like huge salons too, yeah, which is yeah. part of, like I think yeah. of it and I think how and, 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 and you hadn't had sales training. You no. hadn't had, it was like you had your, your, your ducks in line. As, as, as they say, and that's the most important thing because the core of anything in which you're successful comes from a seed of authenticity. As soon as that seed of authenticity inside you and what you know that you're moving with integrity and you're extending with the sincerity and honesty, as soon as that goes out of alignment, and where you're trying to do something, you've brought in an element of conscious awareness to you're trying to do something that's not just your honest heart moving in the enthusiasm and the passion. That's where you end up with internal blocks. That's where there's a, a misplacement. You get these pockets of guilt. You get uncertainty. You get all these little doubt. things that, yeah, doubt. And then you go and try and learn a sales technique on ha- how to talk to your clients and you're, you're trying to overlay one of your ducks is not in line, <laughs> like all the way from inside almost your very soul, so to speak. One of your ducks is not in line, so you're compensating, 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 and that's where we get into this whole 
um, um, you know, tumbleweed of sort of trying to solve problems, but we're not really solving the real issue. The real I problem. love that. I love that. And I want that to thank you. That was amazing. Oh, I couldn't stop listening to you. I thought we could go on forever. What I want <laughs> to say is thank you again. Thank you for drawing out some of my confessions. So much more to come. There's some fun <laughs> ones too. I just can't wait for those. But what I want to say just as the last, last little statement for our listeners, for our audience is remember that, you know, if you really, really look at being, you are at being, you being the very best thing that's happened in the life of your prospects, the life of your customers, your clients. If you really can bring that in, let that into your heart, like take that to heart. And then if there's any areas where you think you need to improve or reach out or, you know, research, learn more, do more, become more, then do it from that beautiful belief. Do it, start there and really start to to earn the stripes of that belief and you can do it. So thank you so much for listening and we'll be back again next week. And if you're not sure what to do it with, you could come on board on the world's leading brow brand, True Brow, and we offer complete training services. That's just a shameless plug. I can't believe you (laughs) did that. That's unbelievable. Okay. All right. (laughs) See, this is what you're going to have to put up with every now and again when we bring him on as a guest. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Thank you, darling. Thanks, everyone. Take care now. Have a fantastic week. And remember, keep shining.